Welcome to Let's Fucking Talk. I'm Lauren, and I'm back after a little break. Um, <sighs> your girl just needed a second. Um, so <clears throat> I have. By the way, I choked on water last night, and my throat has not been the same since. <laughs> so. If I make any strange sounds, just know that I'm, I've been choking for like 18 hours at this point. Um, so anyways, I have been alluding to some part of my life that I didn't really want to discuss. Um, and I said that I would start talking about it once it reached more of a resolution of some kind whatever that meant I did not know what it would mean um but I have now reached resolution but literally just in the last week and I have decided that I'm not going to go too into details at least not at the moment um it's a hard line to tread because the reason that I got into podcasting is to be open and honest and uh, let my experiences help other people and I can still do so without giving so many details and I've been listening to podcasts for literally years at this point and some of my favorite podcast hosts over the years have really suffered the consequences of giving too much detail um, about things, especially things that involve other people. If something is purely about me, I basically have no boundary to share that with you guys. But anything that's based on a connection with another person, I just have to navigate these new waters of figuring out how to talk about it so if you guys don't get all the details you want or hope for I hope you can understand and respect that and again the further away I get from this situation the more comfortable I will be to talk about it but um essentially there was a connection in my life that I was struggling with it was a very important connection to me and it was you see I'm like my throat is like not good um but I was giving it my absolute all and I I kind of um gave my last efforts and ideas over the last few months to save this connection and it was not meant to be saved. And so that connection has now come to an end. And that's basically 
the big secret. I've told you guys it's not really that interesting. Um, obviously, that's very minimal detail, but again, this is one week old. So it's just not something that I need to give a news report about at the moment. Um, another person is involved, and I think this topic just needs some distance. But all I can tell you is that there is so many lessons and things to cover that I learned and experienced in that connection that eventually all of that will come out here. But <clears throat> that's that on that. Now, let me tell you how I experienced spiritual magical. Oh God, spiritual magic <laughs> this week. Okay. Okay. Where do I start? Let me tell you. Okay. So me and, me and spirituality, you guys have heard my absolute disdain for organized religion. Uh, if you've listened to previous episodes and I've just been on a spiritual journey as well as my growth journey and as well as all the other journeys one can be on. But my spiritual journey has gone through so many evolutions and for anyone who hasn't listened to those previous episodes, um, you should. But a quick summary is that I was raised in a Catholic school my whole life. I then turned atheist in college and now I've landed on my own version of spirituality. Now, I've said this many times. The problem that I have with religion is that it claims to know the truth. And I just don't think that's possible. I don't think anyone knows the truth of spirituality, of an afterlife, of all of those things. Like, there are things at work in this universe that our brains can't even comprehend. So to claim to have the answers and the rules and all of this is just not something I can get down with. So in developing my spirituality, I have taken that with me. I'm not going to basically turn spirituality into a religion and say, my crystals and my sage absolutely work. They are the absolute truth. They are magic. I'm just not going to do that. So I've kind of gone about my spirituality by saying everything that I do and everything that I could believe in could be pure clownery. It could be doing absolutely nothing. It could be fully placebo effect that I see any benefits or feel better, but that is okay with me. I am okay with not knowing the answer to these things because I'm accepting of my human form and humans just can't know certain things. So I, I approach my beliefs very openly. I can hear different perspectives. I can be challenged because I just don't even know either. Like I just do whatever feels nice to me. So, um, well, first of all, I've been, I think I'm on my second week now of implementing a daily practice, which I just started off with something very small and achievable. And it's just a 10 minute guided morning meditation every day. So I've been waking up a little earlier, which has actually felt amazing. 
and I'll get my coffee and then I'll go sit out on my balcony and I literally just go on YouTube and type in morning meditation and pick a new one every day. So obviously again it's only been two weeks of that but it truly makes a difference to just start your day with an activity that brings you into the present moment. Because if not, I used to wake up, roll over, check my phone, grab my coffee, jump on my laptop. Like, I did, nowhere in that process did I think about myself for two seconds. Did I, like, talk to myself? Did I say, hey, girl, good morning to myself? No. And then the whole day goes by, and it's this weird feeling of, like, was I even there during the day? And this meditating has made me a lot more present. So, okay, back to the my spiritual magic. <laughs> Yesterday, I um, I was stoned, and I decided to burn Palo Santo, which for those of you who don't know, it's literally this wooden stick. And in the spiritual community, it's in the category with sage, where it's kind of burned to remove negative energy, to... Um, bring like protection and clear your space and saging and burning Palo Santo is something I've been doing for years. Um, I didn't really put that much thought into it. Um, it's just something that I did. <laughs> and again, placebo effect possibly, but like it always feels better to me after I burn that in my house. So I'm walking around with the Palo Santo and typically, like, these things will stay burning for, like, 10, 20 minutes. You just walk around, get all the corners of your house. And I went into my closet to burn in my closet. And I'm, I start staring at the smoke because she was high. And I'm like, it's brown, like, dark brown smoke. And I'm like, has this always been brown smoke? Like, I just didn't notice. So I start really slowly moving the Palo Santo. And what I figure out is that it's like a circular, picture like a circular floating cloud in the air. That's the only spot where this was burning brown. I moved the Palo Santo to the right a few inches, it would turn white. I would move the Palo Santo to the left of that spot, the smoke would turn white. I would go below it, it would burn white. I'd go above it. It would burn white. I'd go behind it. It would burn white. And I'm like, my high ass is sitting here truly for 20 minutes moving this stick around watching the smoke change colors. And I was like, bitch, is this a ghost? Like, is this literally a ghost? Who is she? So I'm like, okay, I'm going to do a science experiment because, again, the same way I, I am skeptical of religion, I bring that skepticism to my own beliefs to keep me in check. So I'm like, okay, we're going to do science. I go and I grab a sage bundle and I start burning the sage to see if for some reason it burns differently. Okay, well, guess what? This bitch did the same thing. Brown ass smoke in only one spot and then white smoke literally everywhere else in my house. So I'm like, okay, there's some kind of like floating dark space in my closet. And honestly, instead of being scared, I was so fucking hyped because I'm like, am I witnessing, like, spiritual magic? Like, that's my fucking dream. I would love to see a ghost. 
Like, I'm just that bitch. Like, I love that shit. <laughs> so I'm like, oh my god. So then I go and do another science experiment because I did recently figure out that there's a small vent in my closet um, because it would get hot as fuck in this bitch every time I recorded a podcast. Then uh, one day I looked up and saw a vent. So I recently opened that and I'm like, let me see if the airflow goes that way. So I sat there and, okay, so you know how air conditioners work. Uh, it like turns on and off throughout the day. So at first it was on. So I'm like, okay, let me wait till the air is literally off and do it again. So I waited till the air turned off, came back, same thing. So I feel that I did enough science experiments to conclude that I literally witnessed like what Palo Santo and Sage do. And as hippy dippy as some spiritual practices are, the, the, the idea and science of energy is not up for debate. Energy is tangible. We just cannot, humans don't have the developed sense to perceive it. Like we cannot see energy, but there's literally waves of energy all around us. Quite frankly, we should be happy we don't see energy because it would be very overwhelming because literally everything has energy. So I texted uh, Nicolette, who's previously been on this podcast and who's now done um, two spiritual healing sessions for me. And I was like, what does this mean? <laughs> and I did have an idea that there was negative energy trapped in this closet. Um, so I texted her and she literally confirmed that word for word. Like, that's trapped negative energy. And I sat here and burned sage until it started to turn more white. I currently have crystals on the ground in that spot. And I've left my closet door wide open to let the sun in. So don't mind me. Like, I'm just literally doing magic. It's fine. No worries. Okay, so while we're on the topic of spirituality, I want to show you guys how evolved I am. First of all, as you guys know, I'm moving into life coaching. And I have already seen <laughs> um, the possible... Um, the possible, like, potential issues that previous episodes of my podcast could cause for clients of mine. So let me explain. I have seen instances now, I, there's literally been two in the last couple weeks that I noticed, and I could be wrong about this, but this is what I perceived. I perceived two different people being scared to say the word God to me. And that made me feel so fucking bad because I know it's about what I've said on my podcast. So, first I want to tell you, I'm just like, I, I get on this podcast and like, obviously I, I bring humor and drama to what I'm saying. So, it's not that I walk through my life daily talking about what the word God means to me and like being upset all the time. Um, it is true that I have an aversion to the word God, but that is such a personal problem. And I know that, and I don't, 
I don't judge anyone else for using that word. And I know so many people in the spiritual community that don't necessarily believe in like the biblical version of God, but they call the universe God. So God can mean literally anything to you as you choose it to. Um, so I do just want to say that because that made me sad, especially considering that in my coaching, spirituality is part of it. And I don't want anyone who's Christian, Catholic, any specific religion to come to me and be afraid to talk about their religion. Um, At the end of the day, we all can have our own opinions and we just choose how to live our personal lives. And I've chosen what I've chosen because of, you know, past circumstances. Like, our past is what makes us. Um, But I want to be clear that no one should be afraid to talk about anything in front of me, uh, including God. And I embrace everyone's faith and spirituality and that that diminishing of judgment has been part of my own spiritual journey. Because when I was atheist, I was like a typical atheist who judged anyone who was religion. I, who was religion? <sighs> One day I will learn how to talk clearly on this podcast. Um, but you know what I'm saying, okay? Okay, so back to me being very evolved. So I forgot where where I heard this or heard about this book. I don't know. But somewhere in the world, I heard about a book that reframed the Bible for people who are anti-religion, anti-the Bible, whatever. And I was like, this sounds very interesting. So the book is called What is the Bible? It says, how an ancient library of poems, letters, and stories can transform the way you think and feel about everything. And it's by Rob Bell. And I'm going to be honest, I think this is Kristen Bell's, like, brother. Because when I went through the first few pages, um, he lists his other books. And one of the books is called... The Zimzum of Love with Kristen Bell. So that could be a strange coincidence, but is it Kristen Bell? I don't know, but I like that bitch. So anyways, this book is called What is the Bible? And, oh shoot, sees I lost the page I was on. Um, I'm literally only six pages in to be very clear, but... I look forward to sharing um, some readings uh, from this book to you so that you guys can get a better idea. But the first little story I read in the first few pages and how it appears this book will be laid out is that he picks a random, it could be a story or literally like a three-word sentence from the Bible and breaks it down in this way that shifts your perspective and... It appears that in writing this book, he did a lot of um, history diving into. Like, he references a lot of history about what was going on at the time of the Bible to make these other perspectives make sense. Because the Bible is read in one way, pretty much. And it's like this very serious religious way. And... There's apparently so many parts of the Bible that are like 
actually very humorous or very provocative for the time that it was written in. And it takes knowing the history of that time to understand how people were writing and the message they were trying to get across. Also, it talks about the serious loss of information in translation. Um, translating from Hebrew to all these different languages. And it, it seems that there's been like entire verses or phrases that are almost like rewritten to say something completely different just because of these translations. So it's very interesting. And my point is that I'm trying to just be a more well-rounded person. Obviously, I'm always trying to do that. But like religion is one of my hang-ups so I think I just thought it would be very interesting for me to read something that could help my perspective on something that I hate as much as the bible so it's 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 cool so far uh, like I said I'm literally six pages in but I look forward to sharing these things with you guys because I think there's going to be some really cool stories in here um so what else do I want to tell you Oh, I'll tell you something. Okay. Let's talk about this. Um, I, okay. All people do the thing I'm about to talk about. All types of people, I mean. Not every single person. But I mean all types of people. Men, women, and everyone in between. But you know me. I have it out for men sometimes. And... I have experienced this situation with men, so that's just my perspective. Um, I've also experienced it with women, I can't lie. I can't be that way. And the thing is, doing that thing where you pretend that you want to hang out with someone. And maybe you're not even pretending. Maybe you do want to hang out with someone. But you don't like take the initiative or know how to speak like an adult and instead use phrases such as let me know uh when you're in the area let me know when you're around um let me know if you ever want to chill uh let me know what's up Uh, um huh oh what are you what 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 are you asking and literally, in perfect timing, I had experienced this recently, and then this girl posted a TikTok, I think, and she said, if a guy asks you, like, I forget what she said word for word, but something to that effect, like, move on, don't even answer him. And her take might be a little extreme, I don't know that you need to, like, totally cut someone off, but, I mean, it's up to you, because it, it kind of just seems like they're wasting your time when they talk that way. Obviously, all people do this, and we are all probably guilty of once or twice, like, saying some vague-ass statement like that because you don't want to, like, commit to hanging out. But I'm just over it. And especially if you are attempting to ask someone to hang out because you might be interested in them, you want to find out if you're interested or you are interested and you want to hang out with them. If it has that, like additional layer to it speak clearly like an adult 
and ask what you want to ask. And if you want to, if it's in your mind that, oh, I'd like to hang out with that person, make a plan with them. This like, to put it in my hands, you brought up hanging out and now it's, it's, it's up to me. Now it's my responsibility to let you know when I'm around or let you know what's up. I don't even know what the fuck that means. What's up? I don't know. What is up? There's a fucking, there's a fucking dark negative energy at the top of my closet. That's what's up. So please be direct if you want to hang out with someone, especially if you want to hang out with them um, to find out like if you're interested in them. Um, I don't even want to call it a date because not everything is a date, but like show initiative, say like, I'd love to grab dinner with you. Are you free this week? Like, you know, like make plans like an adult type thing. Um, okay. And what else do I want to tell you? Oh, well, okay. Well, let me tell you, I made a TikTok and this is not my fault. Okay. Let me explain to you. I have been refusing TikTok since before the start of the pandemic. I was like, absolutely not. You will not find me on TikTok. Thank you for asking. And Emery, one of our favorite guests on here, has been just relentless about telling me to get a TikTok. And then one day, uh, they finally like said it in a serious manner. And I was like, but like, why? What would I do on TikTok? I'm not fucking dancing. I'm not doing, mm-mm, no. No, that's not me. I just won't do it. And Emery was like, listen, it's very easy to go viral on TikTok. This could be huge for your podcast. This could be huge for your life coaching business. And that really sat with me because at the end of the day, we can resist social media all we want, but it is like, it is huge for business now. That's just what it is. Especially if you are involving yourself in these self-made businesses, which I am. Um, it's free marketing and it it's just a way to let people know who you are and let people decide if you're someone who aligns with them. Like it it really does so much good, especially for business. So after Emery said that, I couldn't stop thinking about it. And I'm like, Ugh. like <laughs> if this could help the podcast reach more people and in turn help more people feel understood like that is the only reason I exist on this planet literally and how can I I just like couldn't deny it anymore so I downloaded it it's been sitting there for a couple weeks like empty of just like my profile picture and then my friend Sarah has also been relentless and asking me like when are you posting a TikTok I'm waiting for you to be famous on TikTok and I'm like (laughs) why and then last night Sarah texted me and was like what are you doing like just do it it's not that hard but let me tell you something (laughs) that app is very confusing like I actually can't believe it's as popular as it is and I can't believe like older people are famous on there because I don't understand how you use it that little thing where the effects are you can't even I can't it's like you these this stupid little picture that represents each effect and you can't even actually tell what the effect does. I don't I don't understand. I don't know. I don't get it. But anyways, last night I made my first TikTok. 
uh, very simple, no effects, because I don't understand. Um, but yeah, it felt great to get my first TikTok out of the way. It's, it's, um, grade A content, if I must say. So, if you're interested, you can follow me at Let's Fucking Talk without the U. So, it's FCK, Let's Fucking Talk on, uh, on what you call it, TikTok. I can't believe that's my life, that I'm out here, like, follow me on TikTok. (sighs) You know, we all, we all cave eventually, huh? I remember when I thought Instagram was a weird thing. And and look at us now. Um, okay, anything else I want to tell you? Oh, well, my life coaching is going amazing. Thank you for asking. So I have my three practice clients. I've now finished three sessions with each of them. And the it's just so fun to start something new and challenging and watch yourself go from like, really nervous and uncomfortable to embracing and learning and feeling more comfortable and that's really where I am and the people who signed up to be practice clients I literally cannot thank enough they have fully committed I've had no issues with them canceling or being flaky and they all literally showed up they didn't do this as a favor like they did this seriously like they had goals they wanted to reach they have blocks and fears that they want to move past and they brought that all to me they did not approach me as if we were practicing and I have not approached them as if we're practicing like I am truly coaching them and I'm just so thankful because I've been able to learn so much about myself and how I want to coach people and I've learned so much about them and it's just like so good so that's that on that and I'm just out here talking to you like my friend that I give updates to but um this weekend starting actually like literally in a couple hours I'm going to be doing a a virtual retreat and it's pretty extensive it's from 12 to or I'm sorry 3 to 6 today 10 a.m to 6 p.m tomorrow and Sunday. So it's three days. And I don't know what to expect. So this woman who hosts the retreat was a guest on one of my favorite podcasts. And I just loved everything that they talked about. And then she said the words free retreat. And like, I am a retreat bitch. Like I constantly look up retreats and don't go because they cost $2,000. So when she said free, I was like, that's me. So I, she, I think she coined this term, but it's called patriarchy stress disorder. And I guess now is a good time to (laughs) say, um, some stuff that, uh, people might cancel me for, but I don't like the obsession with the word patriarchy. I think we're a society that has um, gotten into this habit of throwing around words and over-dramatizing and almost taking away the power of the word because the patriarchy is a real thing. It has had real effects on all kinds of people, Um, obviously, especially women. 
so that's not to be denied but nowadays it's i think it's just been like a little bit like like overblown like people are like uh starbucks is the patriarchy and i'm like okay um what so i was a little turned off by that because i don't want i'm not into like the over dramatized rah-rah version of the patriarchy and that's just how i feel um but everything she talked about on this podcast where i heard her was about how women just lack confidence um like just moving through life and women walk around with a certain fear and all of these things are absolutely true and they like it's undeniable so i'm able to relate to that version of patriarchy so it does look like it is a it is a um, a place where logic is being applied and it's not this overly dramatic um gathering of people <laughs> so this retreat is based on dismantling and learning about this patriarchy stress disorder so i'm gonna be taking a lot of notes because i'm not fully sure what that term entails um so i will be reporting back next week and i do want to let you guys know that you will see less interviews i talked about this i think last episode but i went through a phase of interviews and i found myself like obsessing over if I would have someone to interview and I got some feedback that people kind of just like me ranting more than some interviews so I'm just going to start being more particular about what interviews I have I'm not just going to interview anyone because everyone has good stuff to say like and truly there is not one episode of an interview on this podcast where someone did not speak something important but I just need to stick to what feels most authentic for me. So it will be more of me and any interviews that we have will just be well aligned with me and this podcast. So that's that. Um, I think I have said all that I could say and that's it i'm in this closet i hope that that um negative energy is gone or else like i was just hanging out with it for quite a bit but that is all and i will talk to you soon i hope you enjoyed this week's episode if you want some more of me or are interested in my life coaching services, you can find me on Instagram at Let's Fucking Talk. And I would absolutely love and appreciate it if you could rate, review, and subscribe to my show wherever you listen to it. And I will talk to you next week.